Blog Talk Radio. This is the Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. I'm your host, Pop Art Painter Jamie Rocks, and this is the big show. You found it. I sure I'm glad you did. Hey, I am super duper excited uh, for tonight's episode. I know we've been off almost the whole week. It's crazy. It's crazy. We didn't have much going on since we were uh, had been off, so you know we decided to have a hurricane. No, it, it wasn't. You know, I guess I am a Floridian now. It hurts me to even say that, but I gotta tell you. If it's not like a Category 2 or something, I'm not getting that. I say that, but I did bring in all my lawn furniture and stuff. So, um, you know. But, no, all is well here. Um, as a matter of fact, we thought it was going to be a pretty crazy day today, and it was a beautiful, sunny day. Birds were chirping. My wife went outside. A chickadee landed on her finger. No, it, it wasn't that cheesy, but close. It was really nice. Um, I hope anybody in the path of the storm does okay. Does okay. We've, we've had enough craziness with these storms this year here in Florida. Crazy. Anyway, tonight um, we've got a fantastic uh, filmmaker on. He's a writer, director, I believe also produced um, one of my favorite movies of the year so far. It's called The Murder Podcast, and it's not a podcast. It's a movie, and our guest tonight is Mr. William Bagley, and why isn't that button working? There we go. William, how are you? Hey, man. Thanks for having me. I'm doing great. Awesome. Awesome. Now, as a podcaster, I got to say, I was intrigued when I saw um, the press packet that I got uh, for the film. I'm like, ooh, we're going to be we're going to be doing a podcast. OK, I'm, my ears are perked. And then I watched the movie. Hilarious. <laughs> it was so good. Have you Heck been yeah. in the podcasting well, that... world? Because you seem to know a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, um, yes, I have a little bit. So I actually haven't done any podcasts of my own, but I have a lot of friends uh-huh. who have, and I've been on their podcast um, and, you know, been a part of their podcast for many years where I'll come on and be a, be a guest or whatever, you know, help them do a host thing one night. Um, so, yes, I, I know the struggles of uh, the, the little smaller podcast. <laughs> so, so oh, absolutely. Some, some life experience. <laughs> absolutely. You know, it was funny when I first started with mine. I am um, I'm a painter by trade. That's what I do for a living. I paint pictures of people and stuff. That's my day job. And I've um, mm-hmm. been doing that a long, long time. And I used to live out in California, uh, Southern California, and I um, paint a lot of people in the biz- in entertainment business. And where those people would hang out were a lot of nightclubs. So I was kind of, you know, doing the Andy Warhol thing, hanging out in nightclubs and stuff. And um, so when I moved to Florida, all of my friends from California were like, what the hell are you going to do in Florida? Are you kidding me? And I'm like, you don't understand. I met a girl, you know, I'm I'm trying to change things up. And so my one friend um, who's actually in the uh, terrestrial radio business and had been for a long time, he uh, he says, I think this podcasting thing is gonna, you know, gonna be the next big thing. Why don't you do mm-hmm. that? And I'm like, I have no idea 
about. And he's like, I don't think you really need to know a lot about, you know, and, and, and he was <laughs> right. <laughs> and, uh, I thought I had to buy all this equipment and everything. No, man, it's not that bad. So anyway, I, uh, <laughs> he's like, you know, all these famous people, you can have them on your podcast. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm sure that'll work. They're not busy being famous and making movies and stuff, you know, what the hell? There um, we go. There we go. So after about a month, well, after about a month, I ran out of famous people. I'm like, what the heck? I, I was like the character in the movie. I'm like, I got I, I like, I remember I was looking at the numbers one time, and I had 37 listeners. And I'm like, 37? And I, I was excited about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, at the same time, I, I'm kicking around. Anytime I've ever done any type of business, I, I always monetize it. I just, in my nature, so I'm the wheels are turning. How am I going to turn this? Not so it makes money, but just so it'll pay for itself, you know, otherwise it's kind of not mm-hmm. worth doing. And, um, you know, and I'm like, well, I don't know if I can make any money. You know, if I can do that with 37 listeners, how do we get it to 40? You know, I was trying uh, to come up with something. I didn't decide to go true crime, although that's not a bad plan. <laughs> My big solution, I went on, um, Kickstarter, and I just start going through Kickstarters, and I see something interesting, and I email the people and say, "Hey, you got an interesting idea? You, you want to talk about it on my podcast?" And, hey, and that's so many people bad. doing that. <laughs> yeah, there we go. And, there we and go. here we are. This is episode. I'd like I you to it. know this is episode one thousand three hundred. Lucky thirteen hundred. Um, wow! Yeah, that's, congratulations. That's a lot of talking. Thank you, thank you, thank That's you. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah, I thought I'd do 15 episodes and find something else to do, but here we are. Um, hey, still no, going it's great. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I love it. No, I don't want to give anything away because I want people to watch the film because it is so great. It is so so funny. And and it's not just slapstick. But it, it's, it's, it's some cerebral laughs in there as well. Um, I just really, really enjoyed this. Um one of the cool things about it, though, is um, the main protagonist had a similar problem. He was mm-hmm. trying to figure out how to get listeners, and uh, he did. <laughs> he yeah. stumbled upon well, so, something. Um, yeah, there's basically I so I, I kind of give you the rundown of, of sort of how that came about. Um, so I do actually know some people who have who were in the podcasting game who are now super successful uh-huh. podcasters. Um, and they essentially kind of pulled a Chad Thawick and were like, you know what, I'm going to switch to true crime. And, like, got into that right at the perfect time. Uh, and now they are, you know, huge, amazing, successful podcasters. And I'm just like, wow, that's that's kind of crazy. And then everybody now nowadays, I feel like, is trying to make a true crime podcast, even if they shouldn't be making a true crime podcast. They're still trying. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. So that's you know, a it's funny. Of, of Chad, Chad's inspiration. Well, it's funny, a couple of weeks ago, uh, my wife and I, you know, stupidly were like, eh, COVID, it's over, the pandemic, you know? Yeah, I washed my hands anyway, but I'm not going to wear that mask and stuff. And, hey, while we're at it, let's go to Disney World. That's a brilliant idea, right? So we do mm. it. We come back. My wife, you know, she's like, I feel terrible. I've got a headache. Uh. And I'm like, well, I got all these tests that I ordered, you know? That, uh, let me grab one. Sure enough, she's got the line in it. And um, I'm like, well, you got a quarantine. So, you know, you're going to be in the bedroom 
I'll bring you meals and everything, put my level four biohazard suit on and, uh, you know, bring you stuff to eat. But you got to stay in here for like a week. So she was. Yeah. And she was like, I'm so bored. I'm so bored. And I, I don't know why I didn't think of this earlier. I just told, I don't want to say, um, I said, hey, a certain search engine name, because we have that little round thing, um, mm. play a true crime <laughs> podcast. And it did. And she sat in there for four days binging true crime podcasts. She was so happy. And so was I. There was we busy. go. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, and it was it was crazy. Our TV, uh, the bedroom TV was in the shop, so she didn't have any TV uh, watching. So she just podcasted out. Um, she could have got her through. <laughs> now, the, let me ask you this before we get into the – this is such a great movie. Were you – you grew up – where are you at, William? Are you in the southeast, I'm thinking, for some reason? Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking that. We're, we're in Atlanta. I, I'm in Atlanta. Uh, the Atlanta. whole crew, all Atlanta locals, yeah. So we're, we're all Atlanta, Atlanta crew. Nice, nice, nice. Um, that's the place, man. That is the place. So growing up, when you were a young lad, William, did you were you like the movie guy? Like, did everybody know that making movies was what you were going to be doing? No, I mean, so I always, I just, I just wanted to tell stories. Um, so I think okay. when, I, when I was really young, I wanted to be an author for a little bit, and then that transitioned okay. to a comic book cartoonist, uh, and then that transitioned to a manga artist because I went through that phase for a bit, mm-hmm. um, and then that transitioned to an animator. Um, but you know, the main nice. thing that was going through all that was, was, um, telling stories. And then eventually once I actually like realized that if you're working on a Pixar movie, most likely you're the dude who just is like animating the eyebrow for, you know, 150,000 right. frames or whatever. Uh, and I was like, I don't have the patience for that sort of thing. Um, and at the same time was starting to get into video stuff. One of my friends wanted to be a cinematographer mm. and shoot skateboard videos. So, you know, I started kind of like playing with cameras and, and hanging out with him a bunch. And then that's when it kind of transitioned into like, oh, I should make movies. So it's like, I want to make movies. Um, and I mean, I was like movies were one of my favorite things, but I hadn't honestly hadn't really thought about it, but it makes sense. I mean, it's still telling stories and it's just using a different medium. Uh, but yeah, pretty much when I graduated high school, I was like, I'm going to make movies. I didn't know what I was going to do in the filmmaking world. I wasn't sure if I was going to be an editor or what, um, but I was like, I was pretty convinced that I was going to make movies. Um, and here we are, and I made one. <laughs> now I'm going to make another. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you got a couple of shorts under your belt. I looked at your IMDb, um, you know. There we go. Uh, it's happening. <laughs> it's happening. I saw that you have on your uh, Instagram account a fantastic video where you're looking at the TV, and your movie is looking back at you. How cool is that? There we go. You know, you made it happen. So cool. You made it happen. So cool. Because there's a lot of so there's cool. so many people that talk about you know oh yeah I'm gonna do this or that and that's great and there's nothing wrong with having a dream. There's nothing wrong with having a dream, ladies and gentlemen. The difference is when you decide to make that dream reality and making a movie. I've never made a movie. I've known people who have. Um, you know, and and oh man, I don't know if I could take that on. This is a big thing, you know? 
You know, it's kind of funny. Once you actually make one, you'd be like, oh, yeah, that's, that's not as crazy as I thought. I mean, it's a lot, but you're like, I could do it again. Like, I was like, yeah. Once you do it once, you're like, oh, okay. But it does, before you do it, it seems like an impossible goal where you're like, I could never do that. And then you make a movie, and then you're like, oh, now I just want to make a bigger one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, the hardest part, I think, if I even were to think about doing something like that, let me ask you this. I learned this since doing the podcast that um, film t- filmmaking time is completely different. It's like another dimension than the actual time that I'm used to, the, the passage of, of, of regular time. How long did it take you from conception to where we are now? In the can, it's out, it's got distribution, people are watching it. What was the time period? So- I wrote the idea uh, in January 2020, and it basically it kind of came together in That's a month, like quick. the whole script ready to go, super fast. Yeah, and and at the time I was like, we're gonna shoot this, we're gonna do it right now, um, and we had planned to shoot in April of 2020, and then of course COVID happened, mm. so that definitely didn't happen, uh, and we had to push back till August of 2020, um, and that's when we actually shot the movie. It was 14 days, um, and then. Let's see. I finished the edit about eight months later. I think that's when it was done. Wow. And we did the cast and crew screening. And then we did film festivals. And film festivals is very slow. I did, that's also what I didn't realize. Right. We were pretty much on the festival circuit for like a whole year. And it's not that every, it's not that a lot of stuff is happening then. You're just kind of like, well, we played at this one in November. And we're going to play at that one in April or whatever. You know, so you mm. kind of like wait months in between the big festivals or, or whatever. Um and so that's pretty much a whole year. And then distribution takes a while to get it out into the world. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's January 2020, and now it's, what is it, November 2022? So almost three years. <laughs> I don't know if I Kinda can crazy. sit my wife down and, and, and sell it to her, you know? Like, okay, dear, <laughs> um, yeah, for the next three years, here's I'm going to be focused on this. I mean, <laughs> she would listen. Trust me. But, I've had that conversation with my wife, too, where she's like, can you stop talking oh. about the movie? And I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, this is my life now. This is my – don't ever worry about a mistress. It's a movie. Um, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Taking man. all the no, time it's, it's and great money. To finally have it out. That's right, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, man. And now, folks, a couple quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www dot j-a-m-i-e-r-o-x-x dot u-s hey rockers this is stacy lane wilson author and editor of the rock and roll nightmares book series i have a new podcast that features interviews with musicians artists authors filmmakers and music historians in season one i interview phil susan from ozzy osbourne's band Scott Crawford, the director of the Cream Magazine documentary, Lisa S. Johnson, the award-winning author and photographer of the books 108 Rockstar Guitars and Immortal Axes, just to name a few. The Rock and Roll Nightmares podcast explores the dark and mysterious and sometimes funny 
side of music from the 60s, 70s, 80s, and beyond. Enjoy on RSS or anywhere you like to listen to podcasts. Glittering amethyst, energizing citrine, colorful fluorite, the other side of the sun, Earth's treasures brought to light. Since 1999, we have offered a unique collection of hand-selected minerals and gems for every budget, for novices, collectors, and healers. Visit www.tosots.com to view our wide selection of offerings and use coupon code ROCKS, that's R-O-X-X, for 10% off your first order. Remember... T-O-S-O-T-S dot com. Earth's treasures brought to light. Hi folks, Jamie Rocks here. Hey, if you're a big fan of uh, historical, cool historical books uh, like me, then you're going to want to check out our newest uh, show sponsor, Michelle Albion. Uh, fantastic author. She's got some really interesting, cool books out uh, that you're going to want to check out. I'm a big fan of all of these. Uh, the Florida Life of Thomas Edison, the quotable Edison, quotable Henry Ford, uh, quotable Eleanor Roosevelt, and, of course, the quotable Amelia Earhart. Uh, Michelle's just very keen and, and very, very cool, um, and these are just very cool books. So check out her website. Uh, there's links to uh, where you can pick these up on Amazon and Barnes & Noble all over the place. Uh, MichelleAlbion.com, M-I-C-H-E-L-E-A. L-B-I-O-N.com, MichelleAbion.com. Very, very cool stuff. Check it out, folks. And, you know, it, it's, it's so cool, and it's such a great story. It's so refreshing. It's funny. It's funny. And I really, really Thank enjoyed you. this. Um, very, very cool. You're right about the film festival circuit. I, like I said, I'm not in the movie business, but I've just known a lot of people and I did not realize this because I would always see, like, if you go to your website, um, the mur- pardon me, the mur- murderpodcastmovie.com, www.murderpodcastmovie.com. There's no the in it. I don't know why I put that in there, but it's just murderpodcastmovie.com, people. <laughs> and we have a link. But my point is, if you look right at when you go to it, you scroll down a little, just a little bit, there's all these accolades from various film festivals and whatnot. I always thought mm-hmm. that the film festivals somehow magically said, hey, this guy's making a movie. Let's uh, get a hold of it. And then, oh, well, we're going to win. It, it wins. You know, I didn't know that, <laughs> no, those movies are submitted. And along with sending a copy of the movie, you usually got to send a check, and it ain't real cheap. And, mm-hmm. you know, if I see a movie and there's there's 20 accolades, I've learned since the reality is there's probably 50 more. <laughs> that it was submitted oh, to yeah. that I'm not seeing. And oh, yeah. a check went out with all submissions. <laughs> this could be a very expensive it thing. Is, it is not cheap. And it's it's a weird thing, too, because, like, you finish the movie, that's the most expensive thing, and you're like, sweet, we're done. And then you're like, wait a minute, never mind. No, now we have to pay for all these festivals. And, and you're really just paying to get somebody to watch it, and you're not even really sure if mm. they're watching it. So, like, you know, it's... Well, you get honestly, your money though, back. Film like, festivals are I'm amazing. Kidding. They're yeah, not going to give right. you money. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking yeah. sure. Those are when you get into them, but they they are they can be 
It's, it's the whole thing. You know, it's just part of the indie filmmaking thing. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I went to my first one. In, I went to San Diego Film Festival. I'd never been to a film festival before. And I, when I left that night, I went to a, uh, an all-night, uh, kind of like a Kinko's-type place, but I had business. I didn't have business cards before I went, and I had them at 3 o'clock in the morning for the next day because I'm like, the networking that happened was so amazing. <laughs> and I made so much mm-hmm. money later from just meeting people. They're like, hey, we need a painting. Yep. Yeah, let's call this guy. And, um, yeah, it was great. I told everybody I know. Everybody, musicians, I'm like, I've never seen a movie without me. Hey, speaking of which, I hope you guys are going to release the soundtrack for your film because it's amazing. If you are fans well, of thank you. Kind of Synth Poppy, what a great soundtrack this was. <laughs> I looked for it on Spotify. I didn't find it. Yeah, it was great. It's, there, it's, there's <laughs> actually a, it's a, it's a combination of things. We have one came from like a, a licensed music library, some of the stuff. Um, and then some of it is from our composer, Ben Lovett, who's incredible. He actually huh? just composed the new Hell, Hellraiser movie, which is awesome. Oh, nice. Um, and then, nice. yeah, and then most of the, like, generic synth poppy stuff, that's stuff that I made. <laughs> like, so, huh? the, like the, there you the, go. The Roman Reviews intro, yeah, that's stuff that I made on, like, I don't know if you've ever heard of Fruity Loops, but it's a music-making program. And yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I should have bought it forever ago, but I, I haven't bought it, so I'm still using the demo version which doesn't allow you That's to save. Fine. So I get one I get uh, one chance to make the song for the movie, and then I put it out there, and I'm like, cool. <laughs> there you go. There oh, you go. Man. Well, it's fine. It's fine. You know, hey, believe me, I have been editing uh, pod- 1,300 podcasts, as a matter of fact, with the free version of Audacity. Um, so. Oh, there we go. I'm right there hey, with yeah, you, man. I remember that one. <laughs> I was like, I've used I that should one. be paying for it. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, man. You know. But you know, you got to save money where you can. You got to save money where you can. Okay. We both have wives, That's ladies right. and gentlemen. We both have wives. And if Williams' <laughs> wife is anything like mine, she probably likes shoes and not cheap ones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. oh man, That's amazing. You know what's going to happen, William? In my life, I everything I calculate automatically in my head. Um, whenever we do anything, go on vacation, whatever, doesn't matter. Whatever it is, whenever there's money being spent, I calculate it. I convert it in my head to painting. I'm like, well, that's four paintings. Ah, that'll be three paintings, you know. Um, you're going to get to there a point with mo- where you do that with movies. Well, that's, <laughs> you know. Um, <laughs> it will happen, man. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, that's crazy. So, that means then we're so making here- something back. That'll be great. Hey, I'm telling you, stranger things have happened. Now, to get to this, to the production and whatnot, and especially during a global pandemic, did you crowdfund to, to raise money for this, or did you get private investors? Uh, it's a combination of private investors and self-financing, and then honestly pulling a lot of favors. So I, I, work in, uh, I work in the film industry here um, and have since okay. like 2014. Um, so I know a lot of people and then because COVID was happening, I was able to get a bunch of my really super talented friends to come work on the movie for really cheap. Um, I was able to get a lot nice. of favors in terms of gear because at the time, you know, a lot of people weren't working. So one of the companies I work with a lot, they were like, Hey, you know, if you want to use our stuff, you can. And I was like, sweet. So, you know, we got some lights and we got some like dollies and fun stuff like that for either free or really cheap. You know, we had Apollo lighting and grip, which is an amazing company down here in Atlanta. 
Um, they let us use their truck for the price of an oil change because they were using it, and they're our friends, and they're awesome. And if you're ever down here shooting, you should rent from them. Um, but, you know, there's a bunch of stuff like that, which that's a lot of what, that's a lot of what made the movie. You know, our, our DP, uh, his name is Alex Allgood. He's one of the most talented cinematographers I know. Uh, he shoots for, like, Apple and Google and all this crazy huge stuff. Um, and I'm just lucky that we became friends before he became super amazing and famous. <laughs> so, right, you know, I didn't right. I him to come out because he wasn't shooting a bunch of commercials at the time. Um, and then he was able to pull a lot of his favors because he's been working in the industry for a while. So it really is, it's really a favor movie. That's, it's, I mean, you know, it had a budget, but it also was a lot of favors. <laughs> That's fantastic. That is cool though. That is cool that you made it happen, man. You know, um, and to have those connections, too. So important. I, I don't think people realize, you know, I, I try to say yes to as much stuff as I can because you just never know when you might need a favor, you know? That's right. That's right. Absolutely. It, it, oh, favors have saved my life many, many times, you know? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, well, that's cool. That is cool. So you got it done. You've got a fantastic cast on this. Now, these are all people you knew, or did you go, have, like, a – uh, casting company, a casting agency that you use there in Atlanta? No, pretty much at the time I knew everyone. So Andrew, um, the two of us have worked together for a really long time, um, actually just in production oh, together. Cool. Um, and so I wrote the role with him in mind. Um, and the two of us had also done a short, maybe six months or something like that before I wrote the feature with Cooper, who plays Eddie. Um, and so I was thinking of him when I was writing these two characters. I was like, this is great. Um, Stashburn, who plays the cop, or sorry, Levi, who plays Stashburn, who's the cop. Um, I had worked on some shorts with mm. him, and I thought he was awesome, so I was writing the role with him in mind. Uh, Luke Williams, who's the other police officer, was actually our producer and is one of my really good friends, who just happens to be a really talented actor. Um, Muhammad, who opens up the film, he was one of my friends. You know, he's a great actor. Everyone else I kind of just pulled from different resources. I'd either worked with them on something before or someone else had worked with them. But, yeah, it was all basically made through the network that we already had, which is amazing. Oh, that's awesome. That is awesome. It is so funny, too, because it really plays in on on the – there is a trope of, of – um, and it's, it's a well-earned trope, you know. I'm, I'm, I don't have any problem with it because it's so true, um, of the – kind of slacker podcaster, you know what I mean? Um, Mm -hmm. That that fancies themselves a a journalist. Um, You're not a journalist. (laughs) Reel it in. That's my father. It was so funny. I'll never forget. It's so funny that I'm doing a podcast now. One of my father's (laughs) big things, you have to understand, my father uh, was a mechanical engineer, but he was a country guy. He had a doctorate in engineering and But he was not an artsy-fartsy fella, just wasn't. You know, I went to art school and all this and that. And sometimes in our conversations, I would start to get a little little grand, maybe a little artsy. And um, he would always, like, lean back in his chair. I'll never forget, you know, just haunts me to this day. And he's like, reel it in, Fraser Crane, reel it in. <laughs> and that was one of his little kind of settle down there, you know. Um <laughs> and it, here I am doing a talk show. But um, who would have thought? Who would have thought? Anyhow, um, but it is. It's it's so 
you know, it's easy for people in the podcasting community to get a little grand with themselves, I think. And you captured that so well in the film. I was just laughing. <laughs> I was watching that going, I know these people. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yes. I know a few of them, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, it's, it's funny, too, because I um, came from I came from local news. So I have a lot oh. of that background as well. Um, and so I was able to mix that in with, like, the news anchor and the podcasters who think they're mm. news anchors and, and, you know, both of the egos right. together clashing. Good stuff. Good stuff. It's so true. I know a couple of newscasters. And, yeah, not all not all are bad, but some are just like, Dude, you, you're not a stand-up guy. Relax. You, you do the weather. <laughs> Is it going to rain or not? <laughs> Reel it in there, Dane Cook. Reel it in. Um, no, but it's it's very true. <laughs> it's very true. But I imagine, now, you know, in the, even in, the, in any industry, even in the filmmaking, even in the indie filmmaking, um, you know, it's... I would be walking around with my chest out if I just made a movie and it's on the TV and Scott, what do you got? Like a nine out of ten on IMDb or something crazy like that? Eight point five out of ten. Yeah, um, eight point five, which is pretty good. Yeah, I would say it's really good. <laughs> you know, <laughs> real, real good. And let me ask you this because I noticed this can't be the. Do you guys have any control over the um, on on Amazon Prime on the rent buy rate? Because this seems pretty cheap to me. Ninety nine cents. You can rent this. You know, we we did not. Um, Yeah, we put it. We put we put it on there where it was basically. um, You you had the option to pick like if it was an indie with stars or an indie without stars. So I was like, well, it's an indie without stars, Uh, and then they set the price. But you know, I would have I would have been like, I thought it would be like three bucks. But you know, hey, maybe more people will rent it this way, and I'm I'm all for that. Well, it's more accessible, and I'm all for that. And now, folks, a couple quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www dot j-a-m-i-e-r-o-x-x dot u-s Metal Babe Mayhem is more than just an online store, it's a destination. MetalBabeMayhem.com carries over 150 rock and roll products, including clothing, jewelry, and accessories. Metal Babe Mayhem also offers shrine clothing and alchemy gothic jewelry. In addition, Metal Babe Mayhem founder Allison Metal Babe Cohen is a rock and roll journalist who supports local and national artists with rockin' reviews, interviews, playlists, networking, and more. Metal Babe Mayhem is taking over the world one shirt at a time. My Love Shack Apothecary online shop has everything you need to build a special gift for yourself or someone who needs a little pampering. 
I hand make all of the products in small batches using only plant-based ingredients and therapeutic grade essential oils. Whether you choose one of my curated sets or want to build a custom gift set, My Love Shack Apothecary has everything you need to send a little sunshine to someone today. Please visit us online at www.loveshackapothecary.com. That's www.loveshackapothecary.com. As well as online on Instagram and Facebook. Links are in our website. Support for this podcast comes from the University of Texas MD Anderson Cancer Center, ranked one of the top cancer centers in the nation for the last 27 years. The doctors at MD Anderson treat more rare cancers in a single day than many physicians see in a lifetime, and treatment plans are tailored to an individual patient's needs, allowing more comprehensive and thorough care. To become a patient, please visit makingcancerhistory.com. Aloha. If you have stress in your life or even anxiety and panic, I want to invite you to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast for a way out. The Anxiety Coaches Podcast is a relaxing and inspiring show, bringing you lifestyle changes to calm your nervous system and help you heal. Heal anxiety, panic, and PTSD for life. We bring you two episodes every week. There's no need to walk this path alone. Join us for a relaxing, informative, and inspiring time and start your journey out of anxiety panic. That's anxietycoachespodcast.com. Aloha. Rockscare, the online webshop of high-end luxury merchandise and products. All featuring original pop art paintings, from La Holla to Miami to London, www.merch.jamierocks.us. That is true. And especially with it doing so well, because you know that for the next project, when you're talking to people, um, you know, looking for producers or investors or whatnot, um, you have a track record now. Things change when you have a track, when people are like, Oh, obviously this person knows what the hell they're doing. Here, yeah, mm-hmm. let me write a check. <laughs> you know, that's a good thing. <laughs> Doors don't slam in your that's face, a great like thing. Um, you know, in the trail. That's it's funny. People always ask me with with our podcast. They're, they're like, you know, uh, how do we get advertisers? I'm like, you know, it gets real easy once you've done episode one thousand. There we go. <laughs> Doors suddenly open up. They're like, yeah, yeah, we're on episode nine now. I said, well, you got a ways to go. <laughs> you know, <laughs> got to put in some work. Buckle in. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> oh man, but um, no, what a great thing! What a cool, cool thing. This is, uh, you know, this is pretty awesome. Did you know? Do you guys have a party and everything? Um, well, you had mentioned before the festival circuit, you cast a crew saw it and everything. But um, yeah, we when did. It a, got released we rented on a, streaming. So we did oh, have a party when it got released on streaming. Um, so we basically we had two pretty big cast and crew things. Um, we had the cast oh, nice. crew screening, which was when the movie was first finished, and I rented a theater, and everyone came down and watched it. That was amazing. 
Um, and then we were in the Atlanta Film Festival, and so we actually played uh, here in Atlanta, which was awesome. That was even cooler because our screening sold out. Um, the theater was fully packed, and, you know, the cast and crew got to come for that as well. And it was – that was probably our best day on the festival circuit. It was just – it was awesome because it was so packed, so many people. It was so much fun. Um, but, yeah, I mean, when it actually came out on streaming, we just kind of, you know, it was like, hey, it's out. If you want to watch it, it's super cool. Uh, you know, and everybody was really excited, but we didn't have a party for that one. But the the Atlanta Film Festival—that was our real party. <laughs> yeah, and it's cool. Everybody can bring their mom and dad. You know, and hey, this is what I worked on. You know, this is what I've been doing on the screen, man. How cool is that? Um, I think it's amazing. I think it's amazing. Now I know how you—you uh, you know, Hollywood film people can be sometimes. Um, it, it's hard to, and I'm being facetious and I'm joking, um, for those who don't know. Uh, <laughs> but can you mention, I know it's hard sometimes um, until T's are crossed and I've got it and all of that. Can you mention the next project? Are the gears turning? Um, is there something new in the yes. shoot? Or are we just focused on the yes. murder podcast right now? No, 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 no. So I have two, I have two completed scripts right now. Um, and I'm not sure which nice. one we're going to make first. They're very different budgets. One is very expensive. The other's a little more doable. Um, the first one is called Lumberjack Samurai, a crazy wild nice. adventure. I wrote it with um, Brian Eamon, who plays Steven in the movie. Two of us wrote this together. It's basically like a – it's our take on a shonen adventure. So it is uh, – it's just nice. it's super fun. It's awesome. It's fantastic. I really want to make it, but that's the one that's more expensive. Um, and then there's another film that's significantly cheaper – uh, it's called Hold the Fort, and it's about an HOA that has to defend their neighborhood from a yearly monster invasion. And that one's an absolute blast. Uh, I wrote that with my buddy Scott Hawkins. So I don't know which one we're going to make first. Uh, probably the cheaper one, and then we'll make Lumberjack Samurai. Um, but, yeah, we got ideas, and then there's plenty more. So now we just got to find the money people and be like, hey, who wants to help us out? <laughs> fantastic, fantastic. Well, if you do do the crowdfunding Let's stay right in touch or whatnot. I, I can throw a painting towards that, you know. Um, there we go. Heck, yeah. Bird. I'll take you up Yeah, on. you know, whatever. <laughs> you know, it's so funny. When I first moved to California after college, I um, this is before crowdfunding or any of that. And it's like every weekend, because you meet people and stuff, and then every weekend it seemed like I was at a party donating a painting to, um, and it was crazy because I'd have to do these paintings. I'm like, well, what do I paint? And they're like, well, the idea for the film is that, and they, I'd get a lot of pitches and I'm like, okay, I'll do a painting from your idea, I guess. <laughs> you know, I, I hope it's, it matches, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. but yeah, every weekend, man, whatever you can do to help make money. I mean, you know, because these films have to be made, you know, it's just, it's very important. They do. They do. I'm telling you, I <laughs> They do. I learned that during COVID. We had a pandemic, and folks, indie filmmakers got us through that because, and I'm not making light of the pandemic and any of the suffering. I'm just saying I was left with a choice. I could watch The Tiger King with my wife or Love Island or some nonsense she was watching. Um, I wasn't doing that. I wasn't going to do that. I would watch an indie film that I found in the bowels of Amazon or Netflix or something, yeah. you know, and uh, it got me through. It got me through. There we go. Um, there we go. I don't know how they did it in 1917, you know? It's a lot of bucks, I guess. True that. <laughs> oh, man. 
man. And then they celebrated with Prohibition. Uh, crazy time in our history. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> all I'm saying. Oh, my God. Anyhow. Anyhow, this is a fantastic film. I want everybody to watch it. It's definitely out right now. We have links up. Um, we've got links to the uh, it, it's the Murder Podcast film uh, over on Instagram. We've got the IMDb and the website and whatnot. Um, and on the website, www uh, murderpodcastmovie.com um, you can you can see where it's going to be playing and, and all of this and that, where you could, how you can watch it and some cool stuff uh, behind the scenes and whatnot um, very, very cool man, now it, there is an in-theater link on here I guess I should click on it there yes. you go, well, playing so actually, in Laredo and Corpus Christi how cool is that? Actually, as of yesterday, and I, I need to I need to change that. We we just finished our theatrical run, so we've been playing. Uh, oh, okay. We partnered with um, Alamo Drafthouse, and we were playing at a few of their theaters around the country. But our last day was actually yesterday, uh, so I do need to change that. But uh, it was super cool. Honestly, theaters was one of the coolest parts, just because you could sit there and and watch people like, booking tickets and stuff online, and it, it was wild. Theaters was really really cool, and I do feel like we got probably our best audience reactions from there or like people would reach out to me and be like, I watched this tonight and it was amazing. Um, Cause it's, it's a good theater movie. So if, if it ever comes back, I highly recommend checking it out in theaters. <laughs> Absolutely. Now I know in the tagline um, of this, uh, of, of the murder podcast, it mentions Halloween. Now, yes, but I think this film could be watched at any time, not just on Halloween. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. This is a cool film, um, you know, and I'm telling you, I think every woman in the country is going to be loving this. Is there anything like my wife? Because number one, it's true crime. Number two, it's supernatural. That <laughs> checks all the boxes for my wife. You know, I'm telling you, you walk in the room, that's what's, oh my gosh, her latest thing. Her latest thing with her and her girlfriends is I I made the mistake I don't know last Christmas or maybe the Christmas that'd be last Christmas um, I I had a guest on the show and he um, uh, as a side hustle helped uh, write these scripts for these um, I, I guess they're they're murder mysteries but they come in a box and you have all these clues and you got to scan the thing with the, your phone and then you see the room and all this kind of stuff you know and um, mm-hmm. But it's 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 almost like an escape room type deal, but you have to solve these puzzles and you know solve the mystery. And uh, her and her girlfriend, it, it's like twelve year old boys playing Dungeons and Dragons or something. Like every week they're over here doing a murder a murder mystery, and you know could be worse. They're not at the bar. They're not buying shoes, so that's a good thing. You know. Uh, there we go. So yeah, we. <laughs> We have the house for it, I, apparently. You know, I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining. It's so stupid. I, I act like such a such a, a macho guy. You know, the thing is, the last one they did was an insane asylum, so I found him some ambient insane asylum video that went for like eight hours on YouTube, and I put it in the speakers and, you know, <laughs> give him the mood. So I'm right in there with him watching that, you know. I don't play them. But there you they go. Do. Um, <laughs> I'm just the I'm just the effects guy. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Make popcorn. <laughs> I work go. the set theater. The yeah, exactly. Set the vibe. Absolutely. Well, this is cool. So, um, of course, uh, 
do you think you'll be doing another film in this vein, in this uh, kind of world um, of podcasting of, like, and murder horror, and yeah, horror probably, comedy? Unless, uh, yeah, definitely another horror comedy because I, I just love horror comedy. I think together the two things are super fun. Um, as far as another podcasting movie, unless. Unless the world wants us to make a sequel to the Murder Podcast, probably not. But uh, if they do, we will definitely make a sequel. We do have an idea, which is hilarious. So, who knows? <laughs> All of a sudden, a check shows up at your house tomorrow. You never know. You never right? know. Exactly, yeah. Um, Somebody's just like, hey, you should make that movie. Here's the check. And I go, cool, we're making it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, man. That is great. Well, it's a fantastic film. It's out now, folks. I want everybody to watch it. It's very, very cool. And add um, add the Murder Podcast film on on Instagram and whatnot. Like and share. I always tell people that if you dig, I don't care what it is, an indie movie, um, you know, a cool band, uh, the local baker who makes the best croissants in your town or something, like and share their social media. Help get the word out, man. It's very important. You know, definitely. We get good stuff. It is. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, you're really, really good at what you do, uh, William. You're, you're. If you ever have one of those mornings where you wake up and you're like, I don't know if I want to do it today, just know that there's some crazy cat down in Florida that that thinks you're awesome at what you're doing, man. Very thankful that you did this. I was thoroughly entertained. Yeah. Good. Good. I can't wait to see the next one. Absolutely. Thank Absolutely. you, thank you. No, I'm really glad you liked it. Thanks for having me on the show. This has been awesome. Yeah, anytime, man. Anytime. Um, very, very cool. Now, um, yeah, up in Atlanta. You're up in Atlanta and it's a Thursday night. You're going out on the town, you're hitting Buckhead tonight. What's going on? Uh, well, my wife She's is like, no, I'm baby, working. So we are we are yeah, we're uh, hanging out. We're hanging out. <laughs> I gotcha. I gotcha. The bag is by the door. Um, well, that's, that's right. right. Is it any time now? Uh, November 27th is the due date. So who knows? We're, we're, in, the, we're in the now. point now where if, yeah, if, if, uh, if she came right now, it'd be, it'd be all good. <laughs> so it could be. Oh, anytime. that's very cool. <laughs> well, very exciting, man. That is so exciting. Uh, you know, is this the uh, first child? It is indeed. Oh, life is going to change. Life is going for the whole no. family. The whole family. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh my gosh! I was just my uh, yeah, my sister in law and brother in law just had a baby about a year and a half ago, and yeah, everything everything changed. Grandparents, the whole thing, you know, everything's about that baby. <laughs> that baby is the most important person in our family. You know, <laughs> you got it coming. Uh, that's cool. That is cool. Yeah, it's going to well, be wild. We're congratulations, sir. Yeah, yeah. Post something on Thank Instagram you. when she when she arrives. You know, that's exciting you know stuff. <laughs> How cool is this? You had a movie drop and a baby. Wow. I know. Both both oh. my babies are coming out in the world. <laughs> I'm my, telling my you. One and then my actual one. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, you know, hey, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. And hopefully you make enough money from the uh, the murder podcast movie that you can buy her a pony or something, you know. Something That's the goal. I'm like, hey, guys, this could be her college fund. Rent the movie, please. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. 
I hear you, man. Very, very cool. Oh, man. Oh, well, man. folks, the Murder Podcast, you got to check it out. And uh, we've got the trailer up on the website as well, too. It's so funny. So cool. William, thank you so much, too. I know we had um, a little bit of technical issues. Some, I don't know what the heck happened, but um, you were supposed to be on before, and then you could hear me, but I couldn't hear you or something. But I'm glad it worked out now. I'm glad it worked out. Mm-hmm. I'm Thanks glad for being so here. cool. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks yeah. for having me. Anytime, my friend, anytime. And, you know, we get up to Atlanta every so often, too. It's the, uh, you know, the New York of the South. And um, I'm always up there for work. So uh, I'll shoot you an email for you if you're not too, uh, you know, uh, bloodshot eyes and lack of sleep and all. Right? Yeah. <laughs> let, me, let me know. I'll be like, that hey, doesn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. And vice versa, if you're ever down uh, here, Fort Lauderdale way, Fort Lauderdale way um, you know, we, we're always here. Um, very, very cool. Well, folks, that's going to wrap it up for us tonight. I want you definitely to um, check out the Murder Podcast uh, movie. It's, it's fantastic. I can't recommend it enough. Like I said, it's and I'm saying it, it's the end of the year. This has been one of my favorite films of this year, and I've watched a lot of them, folks. I've watched a lot of them. Thank you. Very, Thank very you. cool. Yeah, yeah it's so funny. So I was, I love it. I love it. Very cool, uh, William. Um, thank you so much, and um, well, you know, make another movie so we can have you on the show. Again. <laughs> no, I want <laughs> more of your work. Very cool. Thank you, sir. Uh huh. Thank you. Absolutely, folks. That's going to wrap it up for us tonight. We are going to be back on uh, Monday. I know everybody's going. You were just off for a couple of days, Jamie. What the heck? Well, you know, we had a hurricane. No, I scheduled it that way. I had a whole bunch of commission work I had to get done, holiday work, and I wanted to get it knocked out so I can do, because I know everybody's releasing their movies before the holidays, so um, I know we're going to be doing a lot of movies. So we will be back Monday. We will see you then. We found out, is it movies next week or music? A combination of the two. I don't know. You can always find out what's coming up the following week on my website, jamierocks.us, or uh, I've Kind of that's my main website. They both get you in the same place. Poprocksradio.com. That'll get you right to the, the the podcast page. And cool. So check it out. Uh, this episode will be converted to a podcast. We're gonna push it out on all the social media platforms and on all the podcasting platforms. And uh, yeah, and the links, the links that we have that I was talking about, those stay active. So if you're listening to this on Pandora or Spotify or wherever. Um, just click on that link and it'll get you right there to the Murder Podcast Movie uh, website, www.murderpodcastmovie.com. Um, I like that website. It's really well done. And I'm an old man, so, you know, um, <laughs> if it's easy for me to navigate, it's a good website. Okay, folks, we'll we see you next time. Have a great weekend. And uh, remember, the world's still a little weird. Be patient, be kind, and, you know, Nobody working the drive-thru at Burger King is sitting on the board of Burger King. So if you're annoyed, yell at them ain't going to make corporate changes. That's all I'm saying, you know. Be cool. Okay. We will see you next time, everybody. Bye. This has been pop art painter Jamie Rocks' Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. It has been executive produced by Jamie Rocks, recorded at his studio in Deerfield Beach in South Florida. 
All rights reserved by Pop Rocks Limited for broadcast on Blog Talk Radio. Tana Oli Pop Rocks Radio. Estás escuchando Jamie Rocks de Pop Rocks Radio. Manténganse al tanto. Hey, det här är Hicks från Sverige och ni lyssnar till Pop Rocks Radio med Jamie Rocks. Blog Talk Radio. 